Most creatives are great at their craft, but don't know how to grow their business. But here's the truth. When you don't have a plan to grow your business, you stay stuck in survival mode, stuck at the same level, the same income, and you can never break through the ceiling. You also waste time and money on strategies that promise the world, but simply don't work for you. And worst of all, you lose confidence in your ability and start to believe maybe you're not cut out for running a business. If that sounds like you, if you've taken your business to the level that you can get it to and you are stuck and you need a breakthrough to your next level, then I want to invite you to apply to join me in the Next Level Club. We're about to do another kickoff with a new intake of creative service providers and we're looking for a few different types of people to join us. So if you're at 5K a month already, minimum. If you are a creative service provider, so photographer, designer, consultant, copywriter, marketer, whatever that looks like. And if you are really serious about growing your business, about busting through that ceiling, then you should apply to join the club. All you need to do to get started is head to laurahiggins.com forward slash next dash level. You can fill out the application and if it's a good fit, we'll let you know. Alrighty, let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can build your dream business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Hey, hey, and welcome back to My Business Playbook. I'm so happy that you are with me today. Now, If you follow me on Instagram or wherever else I am, I don't know, TikTok as well. Oh gosh, TikTok freaks me right out. (laughs) I find TikTok, if I go on, Nathan's actually said to me, he's like, just don't go on there because I, uh, we post things and people are mean. People say mean things. They write mean comments and I, I get like, oh, go away from me. Like, why can't you just shush? Who even are you? Anyway, so that's why I don't go on TikTok because I'm like, oh, what people on Instagram aren't like this to me. It's nice on Instagram. So anyway, uh, I digress. Wherever you follow me, you might have seen, I often share books that I'm reading, podcasts that I'm loving, resources that I've found that have been really helpful for me as I've built my business. Uh, I have a list of my favorite business books and I'll link that in the show notes. And I like to kind of update that as I go. And actually for when we rebranded, we did this photo shoot and I had this vision of taking all of these like iconic business books, like good to great, um, how to win friends and influence people, uh, profit first, this is marketing, all these other books. And I did a photo shoot where I just kind of piled the books on top of me kind of thing um, to show that running a business <laughs> is a learning, it's a steep learning curve and you're always, you never stop learning. Anyway, I started reading this book. And it's called, and I'm going to pick it up right now, even though you can't see me. It's called 10X is Easier Than 2X. And it's by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy, a collab of sorts. Anyway, I started reading this and I'm not even finished it yet. And I already have so many things that I want to share with you. So highly recommend this book. I actually recommended this book to my clients in the Next Level Club because one thing I've realized is, I am attracted to people who are doing big things. I love working with people and even just love connecting with people who would have big goals, big ambitions. Just the other week, I had a conversation with a new client 
uh, her name is Nina, and she was like, hey, I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 27. And I was like, well, let's do it. I'm so down for that. I'm so here for that. I love that goal. And I think, you know, sometimes, and I don't know if this is a cultural thing, sometimes I feel like I notice it more in Australia than I do in the US or in kind of, I don't know, different different places. And I don't think I'm making this up. I think it's pretty real because I've had American friends come here and say, wow, I reckon that you guys, like, this is pretty legit. So I think sometimes what happens in Australia is, and it probably just happens anywhere, but I've noticed it more here. We can have an aversion to big goals. We can choose playing safe over pursuing greatness. And I think there's a few factors at play. I think there's a bit of tall poppy syndrome, which I hate, which is where like, don't, don't get too big for your boots. Like don't, don't excel too much because we'll just drag you right down, you know? And I think there's a lot of that that I see happening where anytime I've gone, particularly to the US, and, and I think this is why I love traveling to the US so much, uh, people, if you're doing things, they're like, man, that's exciting look at you, you're killing it. You're doing all this stuff. Like any American friends I have, they're like, yes, get it. Go do that. Like they're not, they're not secretly hoping that you fail. They're actually going, yes, that's exciting. And you succeeding doesn't take away from my success. But I think sometimes uh, we can have this attitude that maybe because it's, you know, Australia is a bit smaller that, well, it's quite a bit smaller. <laughs> it's like a tenth of the size population wise. So I am really trying to figure out how can we as business owners and how can I as an Australian business owner, how can I play a big game? How can I set big goals that scare the crap out of me, but are exciting and have an impact that is bigger than just me? And so when I started reading the 10X is easier than 2X, I started hearing these stories of people who you know, there's one story of this woman who started a real estate, like got a real estate license, went from making $3,000 one year to now being running this $14 billion empire. And it kind of is like, well, what the heck? Like, that's insane. That's, that's crazy to me. And so I started thinking about, okay, the people that I love working with, the people that I want in my world, the people that I want to kind of serve and help, they all have like they all, they have a few things in common. Number one is that they're really generous and they're, they're kind humans. Like we actually say, hey, if we wouldn't have you around for dinner, like if we wouldn't go out for dinner together, then you're not the right fit. I want to work with people I actually like and and people that I can actually help. So that's the first thing. But the second thing is they've got to have big vision. They've got to want to have a big impact and play a big game. And it doesn't just, it's not more for the sake of more. It's not a greed thing. It's actually the opposite. It's, it's like, how can I have more impact? How can I have leave an awesome legacy? How can I help the most amount of people? And that's not greedy. That's not being too big, like, you know, being too big for your boots or whatever we would say, you know, as that tall poppy syndrome thing. So I kind of wanted to touch base because the trend that I see, I speak with creatives every single week. And one of the questions I ask is, hey, what's your goal? Like, what's the vision for the business? Where, where do you want to be 12 months from now? Where do you want to be three years from now? And it's amazing to me how many people can't answer it with any specificity. 
oh, I always hate saying the word specificity. I have to like spell it out in my brain <laughs> as I say it. Anyway, specificity. <laughs> specificity. Oh my gosh, I'm never saying that word again. Anyway, they can't say it with any specific detail. Okay, that's what I'm going to say instead. Anyway, they can't say it. They actually don't know what their goal is. And, you know, I just think that's crazy. I think like, what? Where are you going? <laughs> you know, I think about... Like if you hopped in the car and you went on a road trip and you were like, I'm heading north. North? Like north can take you anywhere. Like north in Australia from here, from Sydney, north could take me to, like it could take me to Byron Bay. That's nice. It could take me to like, I don't know, Lemon Tree Passage. It could take me to Cairns, which is like right at the top of Australia. It could take me across and north. Like north is not clear, but so many people are just like, oh, I'm just going north and it's like that is vague that doesn't make any sense and also does anyone know where north actually is i need to get out a compass on my phone because i always look at the houses and i'm like which one is north facing because uh, that's the best aspect for you like to get the most glorious light anyway i digress no one even knows where north is so except for nice my husband he always knows where north is i don't know but what i mean is if your goal is vague there are so many ways you can go. There are so many wrong turns you can take. And also you're not going to get there in a direct way because it's, it's too broad. So here's what I want to kind of do. Firstly, I want to talk about the three signs that your goals are too small. And then I want to challenge you to come up with a bigger goal. Okay. Because a lot of the people that I'm talking with, I love, like, I mean, I really want to help, but their goals are too small. And I'm finding myself going, hey, like, let's think a bit bigger. Why not? <laughs> like, I think especially, and, and I notice this, particularly with my Australian clients, is they're sheepish to talk about the goals. They're sheepish to talk about money. They're like, oh my goodness, like, what do, you know, if I could just make this, that'd be okay. Like, it's probably unrealistic, but I'm like, what the heck? That should be a bare minimum. What are we doing? Let's do it. Kind of like, I just feel like, come on. What's the worst that can happen? You aim for this crazy goal and you don't make it a far better result than you would have if you set your small little measly goal, right? So the worst that can happen is that you fail and your fail is way better than the goal that you had anyway. So let's look at the three signs that your goals are too small. And then I'm going to leave you with a little exercise and a little challenge to walk away with. Number one, if your goal doesn't scare you a little bit and if it doesn't excite you it's too small your goal should feel a bit like if you say it you're kind of like woof <laughs> that feels like that feels kind of cool and like you're kind of grinning like you, I don't know if you can hear me smiling right now but like I'm thinking about my goal I'm like oh yeah I love that goal I'm excited about that goal I had a conversation with a coach like my coach the other day and I was like this is my goal this is where I want to get to in the next 18 months and she was like oh yeah let's get there in 12 months and I was like, okay, <laughs> like, let's do it. Why not? And so it's like, there's something cool about a goal kind of feeling like, ooh, like it's kind of like a roller coaster where you kind of, you go up that slow bit at the start and then you get to the top of the roller coaster and you like can see over the edge and you're like, holy heck, like here it's coming. And then the, your stomach drops and you do the whole thing. That's how I want you to feel about your goal. I want you to feel scared and I want you to feel excited all at once. Um, because that is the sign of a good goal. <laughs> That's the sign. And I really think a good goal is 
big, but I don't want it to be so lofty that you lose focus of it and you don't feel connected to it and that you don't feel on some level that you can achieve it. Because if you don't have even the tiniest bit of belief, that's all you need. You need a tiny bit of belief that you can achieve it. But if you don't have that belief and if you don't feel connected to that goal, it's just a number or it's just a kind of going to sit on a post-it note somewhere and you're never actually going to feel connected to that goal. So there needs to be an element of it feeling achievable and feeling realistic, but you do have to show up in a different way to get there. Like you do have to really own it. You do have to do the work. So I want it to kind of be this, this tension of feeling like, okay, it's a stretch and it's going to, it's going to push me. Um, but it's not kind of so, so, so crazy that it feels like unachievable at all. Okay. So Your goal should scare you and it should excite you as well. Second sign that I think your goal is too small is if it's all about you. I want you to think bigger. I want you to think bigger than just yourself, bigger than just, oh, I'd be happy with this salary for right now. I want you to think bigger. And there's a few reasons for this. And like I was saying earlier, uh, my friend who asked me the question, asked Nathan and I both the question, what is your legacy? What's the impact that you're leaving? And... I think it's such an important question for us to be asking. Imagine if the business could serve a bigger purpose. Maybe that's your family. Maybe for you, it's like my business is going to set my kids up. It's going to give them a house deposit. My business is going to pay for uh, college or whatever it is. Or maybe it's like my business is going to pay off my parents' mortgage. Like I would love it if my business could do that. Like that makes me like so excited and it gives me this focus because it's not just about me because here's the thing that I find happens when it's just about us when it's just about you we can settle and I hate that this is part of how potentially we're wired or no I shouldn't say that I think as women sometimes and as creatives I think we can have a thing of oh I don't I don't need too much I'm I'm pretty low maintenance I just want to get by and and we kind of have this thing of like we're, we're easygoing and we're like trying to make sure everyone else is all good. And we don't like we're kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm happy. I'm content and I'm I'm just doing my thing and I love my work. And those are all great things. But what if your success could mean that you could donate to charities that you love being involved with? We're starting to think about a broader impact. I don't want you to have goals that are just about you. Like, could you be connected to an organization that you love? Could you donate more? Could you find more, like, could your business free up more time for you to do the things that you love? Maybe it's that you are like, I want to spend time in this organization. I want to spend time volunteering or I want to spend time traveling and volunteering in different places, whatever that looks like. It doesn't need to be like this crazy altruistic thing. It can be for sure. But I just want you to connect it with something outside of you because when it's external to us, sometimes I feel like we, we have this internal drive of like, I need X, Y, Z in order to like live and in, in order to feel accomplished. For sure, there's an internal motivator that needs to happen. But I think sometimes we can have an external motivation of imagine if I could pay off my parents' mortgage. Like, how would that feel? That is a great driver for a goal, right? So if your goal is all about you, uh, it is too small. And what I'm seeing a lot, again, this is me being so candid and, and real with you, <laughs> and I hope that that's okay. But what I'm seeing a lot is a lot of people are coming to me and they are treating their business with an employee mindset 
not an entrepreneurial mindset. An employee mindset says, oh, cool, I'm happy to make X amount of dollars. And they don't think about profit. They don't think about uh, their retirement. They don't think about taxes. They don't think about what happens if I can't work for a month because I get sick? What happens if my kid gets sick and I have to take time off? Do I have enough money in the bank for that? Like they don't think about any of those things because they have an employee mindset. What happens if I want to take like a six-week holiday in Europe? Well, I can't do that because my business isn't set up to support me. All right, that's a sign of a new goal that we need to set. So you need to actually make more money than you think. (laughs) I think that's the other thing. I'm realizing more and more. And like we need to make, if we don't have big enough goals, we're going to be stuck in this technician wearing all the hats space that is just the worst. So I want to encourage you, how would an entrepreneur set goals? How would a millionaire set goals? How would a billionaire set their goals? How would they think? How would they show up? Because here's the deal. If you are making the same amount of money as you would when you were employed by someone and you're working significantly more hours, you have way more stress, you've got to sell, you've got to market, you've got to deliver, then you've got to handle all the books, you've got to do all that other stuff. Why not just go back and get a job? Look, and I do not mean that as a criticism at all. I just actually mean if you are like, it is stressful, right? Running a business is stressful. So my question to you is if your goal isn't to like make way more money than you were when you were employed, either or, or maybe both, or have like make the same amount of money, but work half the time, like work way less and have the flexibility. If that's not the goal, if it's just to work way more hours and make in the end of the day, make the same amount of money or less and probably not contribute to your retirement um, and have to handle paying your own tax and doing all that stuff, then I don't know. I just think maybe, maybe your goals need to be a bit bigger (laughs) to give you a bit more margin. My mom always says, uh, we all need margin in our lives and it's the same in your goals. Your goals should allow margin. What if everything hits the fan? What if all your clients disappear? What happens if uh, you can't work? We need our businesses to have enough of a buffer to support us in those times. So it's really important. And the final sign that your goals are too small is that your goals are coming from a scarcity mindset. They're coming from a place of there's not enough. There's scarce supply. If your goals come from a scarcity mindset, they will always have a little tiny asterisk. A little tiny, like, "Mm, conditions apply. Like, I'm going to aim for this, but conditions apply. There's probably not enough in the market for me. Or, you know, there's a recession. There's this. There are a million reasons why you can't hit your goal. And our brains will think of wonderful and weird reasons for why our goal is too crazy. It's too big. It's too much. It couldn't possibly achieve that. And I want to encourage you, take a step back. And, like, maybe you need to actually say, okay, there's always more money. There is more than enough to go around. Like some simple, even like affirmations, you might need to start saying, if you feel like you get caught in that scarcity mindset, there's not enough. Like, I could never achieve that. You need to stop saying that. If, if, you're, if you're internal, or maybe you're even saying it out loud, oh, I want to hit this goal, but uh, you know, that's crazy. It's crazy. Some people come to me and they're like, I'd like to hit 20K a month, but that's crazy. I'm like, what? Come on, we could do that. We can do that in the next like 
I've worked with people and I'm like, we've done that in three months. Come on, like we can do it. You can do it, but you got to really want it and you got to put on your big girl pants and let's do it. Like I just, yeah, I just feel like there's so much opportunity and there are so many ways that we can build a business that serves us, serves our people really well and and really helps you to feel accomplished, helps you to feel like, oh, I've got flexibility, I've got freedom. And I really want that for you. I really do. And I think we live in such an amazing time where there is opportunity. Yeah, I just think, gosh, there's so much opportunity for you and your business. And I hope that this inspires you to rethink your goals, to rethink, you know, am am I thinking small? Am I I approaching this from a scarcity mindset? Are my goals all about me? Do my goals scare me? Do they excite me? And yeah, I hope that you feel inspired and that you are okay with me being very, very honest. (laughs) I also want to say that this has been the thing that I have had to work through a lot. Um, I'm a pastor's kid. I have grown up. I'm one of five. My mum didn't work. Like growing up, she was like, didn't work. (laughs) Like, cause she, she was a teacher and she took all, like she kind of paused her whole career for 15 years, maybe a bit more to look after us kids. So I'm not coming at this from an angle of I've grown up with like all this money. (laughs) No, like that is not the case at all. This is something I've had to do conscious work on to set goals that are bigger than me. The first goals I set when I started my business, I remember, I remember so clearly, I printed this thing out really beautifully. I put it in a frame and I was like, I want to hit 120K a year. That was my first like big goal in my business. So I share all of that with you to just let you know that this has been something that has been a journey for me. I've had to learn this. I haven't grown up with loads of money or anything like that. Um, I have been very blessed. Like my family is incredible. My parents are amazing. They're really hard workers. They taught me how to work hard. But setting really big goals, I've had to learn that. And I'm hoping that this helps you to kind of feel equal parts empowered, encouraged, and kind of challenged as well. Like, I don't want you to have small goals. I want you to have big goals. I want your business to have massive impact. I want you to take big steps, bold steps. And I want you to do it with confidence, with class, and, you know, with a bit of like, a bit of flair. That's how I want you to do it. Um, I'm so excited for you and your business. I think I just... There's awesome things in store for you. It's a great time to run a business. If you're starting out, if you've been doing this for a while, well done. It's not easy. And I just want to say you're doing an epic job. All right, my friend. Hey, the book that I was talking about is and that I totally went off on a tangent from is 10x is easier than 2x. Um, I'm loving it so far. If you're reading it, please let me know. Uh, Let me know what your big takeaways have been. Um, And if you want to check out the other books I'm reading, um, head to the link in the show notes and you can find them. Alrighty. I love your work. I'll see you back here. Same time, same place next week. But in the meantime, go get them.